0: I not be bad at that, you know, the snow-covered slopes and skiing, the Christianas and the stemming and the plotsing and the shushing, hot buttered rum light on the butter, and snow. Snow snow, snow. snow, 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 snow. It won't be long before we'll all be there with snow.
1: Snow, snow. I wanna wash my hands, my face and hair with snow.
2: television podcast. And my name is Allison. With me tonight are my hosts, my co-hosts, Drew. Hello. Andy. Hello. And Chris. Hello. It's officially winter here in Davenportland, aka Portland, Oregon. And... (gasps) in Portland. <laughs> oh no! no. no. <laughs> and so. Snow In honor of the fact that, uh, as we record this, yesterday was the winter solstice. Uh, mm-hmm. we we're doing a snow themed episode of, I don't know what we want to call this. Terror in the snow. Uh, scary snow. Yeah.
1: Uh, uh, snow is terror. Thought it was snow snow paranoia. Yeah.
2: Snowbound. Both
3: both of these episodes are very paranoid. Yeah. People, people are suspecting each other all over the place.
4: Yeah.
2: So we're we're going to frozen
5: in terror. There. Oh, I <laughs> <don't>
2: like it. <laughs> uh,
4: done. Chris named it. <laughs> yeah. Period. That's what they pay me for.
5: So for tonight.
2: Oh, you get paid. Tonight's oh. theme. Uh, we watched an episode of the X Files from the very first season called Ice from season one. It's episode number eight, and it's basically Chris Carter's tribute to the thing. And uh, after we discuss that for a bit, then we will talk about an episode of The Twilight Zone titled Will the Real Martian Please Stand Up? From Season 2, Episode 28. Mm -hmm. And just fair warning, if this is your first time listening to the show, we will go into full spoilers for both these episodes. Um, The X-Files is something a lot of people have seen and readily available to rent and stream lots of places and currently, uh, the Twilight Zone is available through Amazon Prime if you have that streaming service, and I have to say, uh, the quality of the video on Prime with these Twilight Zone episodes is some of the crispest and clearest I've seen. It I was looking it's to show gorgeous. really yeah. good. Yeah. Very impressive. Nice stuff. So, uh, without further ado, I, I guess we can just get right into our X-Files episode, which mm-hmm. is always fun to talk about the X-Files. Um, the episode titled Ice, which uh basically is uh about a group of geological researchers up in Arctic Alaska. Um, they end up killing each other and things go terribly terribly wrong. Very much mm-hmm. like the plot of the thing, if you're a fan just of John Carpenter's a little thing, bit or you know, just...
3: It even, uh, it even opens with a dog doing something. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess maybe spoilers a little bit for The Thing, since we're going to be comparing it to that <laughs> film as well. So if you haven't seen uh, John Carpenter's The Thing or the movie that that's a remake of or inspired by The, the Thing, Thing from Outer Space. The State. Thing from Another World. From Another World. Yeah, which yeah. was a Howard Hawks film. Um, yeah. uh, do, definitely do yourself a favor and go watch those. Check those out. Uh, the Thing is probably... The crowning achievement of John Carpenter. He did many, many great films. We're big fans here Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. at the Davenport. But The Thing is pretty much a solid masterpiece of horror and suspense and sci-fi. It still
5: holds up. Yes, it does. It's
4: amazing, and I always purposely await like a couple of years at least before watching it another time. Just for the blood test scene. Oh, oh yeah! Because every time, you for like the first two is. minutes, I don't remember <laughs> oh, who yeah. it is, and like I love that feeling because yes. that's such yes. a great scene.
5: Well, it's so it's so tense, and then like it's it's very quiet, but then there's that one point where suddenly just that whole it mm-hmm. kicks into high gear. Oh yeah! But I never quite remember when it kicks into right. high gear. Right. So yes. what it does, it takes me by surprise. Every, right.
4: every time. It's so good. <laughs>
5: So, uh, it's, no it's this thing
2: premise, <laughs> uh, you have mysterious deaths up in, an Arctic front and Mulder and Scully get assigned to go find out what happened. And, uh, they go and they join along with a couple of doctors and another geologist and, uh, kind of a grizzled, surly, uh,
4: Man, charter yeah.
2: charter pilot named Bear. Then <laughs> um, they fly up to this research center um, research base and they um, begin to realize that something possibly of alien origin has infected the previous people living there and doing research mm-hmm. and um, and everyone becomes extremely paranoid. Uh, there's a dog left behind from the previous crew. And he attacks them pretty much the minute they get on the premises. And everybody is then wondering
1: who, who's infected,
2: dog. who can you trust? And they figure out ways to to deal with this sort of alien parasite. But it's very, very much like the thing. Yes. So much so that even though um, Chris Carter, the creator of the X-Files... Who wrote this episode has said this was his homage like i guess some people feel like it's just almost like a blatant rip off in a way you know
4: i'm partially among one of those people that thinks that's a <laughs> yeah. it's a blatant ripoff
5: it's it's well done though well and if you're writing this is the i think the eighth episode of the first season and i mm-hmm. guess when you're trying to like fill out a season you're sort of like oh, right. what, are, what are different stories we can that we can borrow from right. and um but that's a classic, you know. As we'll see later with the frozen right. episode, that sort of um, who can you trust and who you know when you're. Um...
4: Well, it's you know it's it's a it's a bottle episode. They yes. can't leave, you can't and leave, there's yeah. something going on you that trust and, you know yeah. one person knows something no one else knows. Yes, it's it's a classic premise, but the fact that it's set <laughs> yeah. in a research lab <laughs> in an Arctic zone, I mean. We went to the North Pole, not the South Pole right. this time. Oh, yeah. um, well, I guess he wanted to do a fact... set
5: in the South Pole, but then worried that it was going to cost too much money or something. Right. Yeah, it was, or, new, or it, was it was a new. It was a new show. Their yeah. budget wasn't
2: that big, and they were working out of out of the BC area. Yeah, so um, it's a really it's a really good episode of the X Files, though. It's one of the stronger first season episodes. It's got lots of great um, interplay between the characters. Lots of tension. They were constantly having to check each other for symptoms and signs of this parasite. Mm -hmm. The parasite itself is squirmy and creepy. Um, And
3: so what what did we find out it was? It was a giant mealworm or something? Yeah, something like that. It
2: looks like a mealworm, yeah. yeah, But like a mealworm on steroids that moves quickly. Uh,
5: (laughs) It's creepy. They were apparently initially thinking of using, (laughs) apparently, baby snakes. Whoa. And apparently putting him in like some kind of like a little latex like covering or something but that it was going to be too complex to do something like that so that they went with a super real worm
2: yeah it also idea. seems dangerous for a baby snake they're pretty I, delicate yeah you
5: know? yeah
2: as a reptile lover I don't, it seems, i'm glad they didn't go that route i
5: can't imagine live casting a baby snake would be very easy for you to do that
2: no yeah, <laughs> yeah so um <coughs> you guys have specific moments of the episode you want to talk about or should we talk about the cast a little um, bit? Um
4: the cast? Well I mean we'll get in the specifics like the well, there's I, multiple scenes yeah. of let's all get naked and check each other there, out. But, yeah, that's always a, fun.
3: I was surprised there's a there's a lack of like sexual tension
5: at all in this. Oh you didn't think for, so? No for for you didn't think, Oh, I didn't I, think I thought so. the whole part were where then Mulder and Scully are like
4: when they're, they're alone just, and they have to check alone, each other out they have to look each other like
5: i felt like there was i was like oh man this first season they were really pushing that angle you know to get there. Yeah, they pushed I, that I angle throughout the wild.
2: series but it was it's definitely one of those moments where you're like what's going on here you <laughs> know
4: Well, i mean it starts off with do you think i'm spooky? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great still of still, still my favorite possibly my favorite x-file line that's a great that's, do you think that's i'm spooky
2: from the episode the first episode with um tombs the liver eater guy mm. that lives under underground and mm-hmm. comes out every 20 years i don't remember 18 years <laughs> You're like
4: slithers under the door right? yeah yeah the, oh, i think the yeah. first episode's
2: called Squeeze. Um, the, he shows up in a later episode. But anyway, that's, you know, a topic, a creepy topic for another time when we another do Another episode. There's no snow in that episode, so we're not talking about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so you have you have David Duchovny as Mulder and Gillian Anderson as Dana Scully. And then the rest of the cast for this episode was uh, Xander Berkeley, uh, plays Dr. Hodge. And we, he stood out to Drew and I because we just recently rewatched Candyman um, on a theater presentation, so we got to see Candyman on the big screen, and he plays uh, the main character's
4: douchey husband.
2: Yeah, he's he's definitely an ass And yeah. he's also,
5: I guess, he's like the stepdad in Terminator 2 Todd. Yeah, he's
4: apparently
2: songs, I've seen that. a little
4: bit typecast as yeah, kind of a, so, douchey yeah. yeah. a douchey guy. He's
5: a douchey guy
2: in this episode. Is, is he as the guy that well. gets
3: speared through the milk carton?
4: Yeah. I right? think yeah, so. oh,
1: totally. Oh. Yeah. That's well, right. I, think I remember how he died. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> it's kind of interesting to me that he's in this episode because... Sorry we about were, the spoilers though. <laughs> We were watching Candyman, and I was thinking that, wow, like, Virginia Madsen looks a little like Gillian Anderson, especially oh, yeah. when they were both younger. Like, they could have played sisters so easily. Mm-hmm. They have just sort of these angelic faces. And then uh, Felicity Huffman plays the other doctor, Dr. Nancy DeSilva, and then we have Steve he- Heitner? I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Banya. Um, yeah, who most of us know from Seinfeld as Kenny Banya. And he plays Dr. Denny Murphy. And he's, this is slightly Banya esque in this. He's like really the only friendly, kind of funny, quirky yeah, character in this also episode. Yeah,
4: he's a typecast character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And
2: then uh, Jeff Cooper plays Bear. Bear. And, and Bear. Bear uh, does not make it out of this episode. No, he does he not. He bites the big
5: one. He, he, he seems
4: Pretty
2: like a, early on.
5: Yeah. He he seems kinda like like if you were gonna make uh if you're gonna make a lower, lower budget biopic about Jim Morrison, you'd get that. Yeah, deal. yeah. He's got kind of a Jim Morrison uh Steven Tyler kind of. I thought so too. I was gonna he looks Tyler a bit like, like Steven, Steven Tyler. Tyler. But we were also thinking he was like a Geico caveman guy. Yeah, He's got yeah.
4: I thought uh, maybe there was gonna be a twist where he was what got thawed from the ice. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> That'd be I wanted to I wanted to make um, unthawed caveman lawyer references, but <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if everyone's watched those old SNLs. What's
5: What's that movie where they where they thaw out the caveman and they keep Encino
4: him Man. No,
1: the older <laughs> the the serious movie. Oh, the, serious movie. It's a serious movie from did like they, the
4: early eighties, and That they, they unthawed a caveman. Yeah, and like. like Gone him alive?
5: Yeah. I can't believe I
4: can only think of Encino Man. I and say, I love Encino Man. That's a great movie. I want to say
5: The Iceman Cometh, but that's totally not
2: what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so, okay, so I was just scanning IMDb and uh, found an in- interesting tidbit. Um, there's a um, geologist uh, at the very beginning who records himself uh, saying, you know, we're not who we are basically trying to leave mm-hmm. a video diary of what guy. happened. Yeah. yeah. And he's played, and uh, the character's name is, is Richter in that. And his, uh, played by a man named Ken Kurtzinger and Ken Kurtzinger played Jason in Freddy versus Jason. Oh, in two thousand three. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I just, that was weird. I thought he looked familiar. That wouldn't explain it. Cause he <laughs> would have been in a mask the it whole time, yeah. but I had to, I was
5: thinking, maybe you just recognize those
4: biceps. <laughs>
5: ice man yeah. is the movie that i'm thinking of uh from 1984 uh,
2: oh. you okay over there
4: As the yeah i got yeah. sweet and sour things. sauce on my shirt oh. oh no
2: listeners totally need to know about
4: mm-hmm. that it's <laughs> delicious. Well, it was delicious <laughs>
2: <laughs> so you took a bath in it
4: uh. <laughs> yeah
3: the the character Bear makes a classic horror movie mistake here too by the way he gets infected pretty early on and the dog bites him and draws blood. And apparently that can, you know, transfer the the alien parasite to you.
4: He totally should have avoided that. Yeah yeah, he should have avoided that (laughs) one and then
3: and then he hides it because, you know it was like, oh no, this thing kill you know it's like it's possible we could have figured out a way to save you. (laughs) Yeah. That's one
4: thing I didn't quite understand it's like what did he think he was gonna do when he like oh, got I just, out, I just he, wanna get out of here
3: and get back to civilization. I'm Civilism gonna get Asian. in a
4: plane and fly away and I'll be fine. Maybe man. he yeah.
2: thought if he drank enough liquor later that he'd get be able Pickle to it? kill it off. Yeah. yeah. Or was yeah, it
4: no. was it maybe the alien trying to get off? Oh, like, that's get true. maybe. I think he maybe.
5: was just panicked and dumb. I think he thought yeah. like if he went you know, if he went to a zoom care when he got home that <laughs> they'd be like, Oh, Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, you got one of those super mealworms. Yeah, you got a mealworm in
4: your ear. I understand. <laughs> okay. Uh,
2: there's a lot of people trying to penetrate people's ears with parasites there in this is episode and it's, uh, it's deeply very, upsetting It's
5: very wrath of khan isn't it wrath of khan yeah yeah yeah, exactly. yeah 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 there's
3: also there's also i i know this is television and you should have to suspend your disbelief there's a lot of questionable biology in here though <laughs> oh, like sure. there's the the these these parasites apparently get in your brain and feed off one of your glands but they're wriggling around like on your spinal column in the back of your neck
2: yeah, they're moving all yeah, over and, the place. And
3: somehow when they die inside your system, they pass out in
4: your stool, which is in your digestive system. Yeah. There's there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of people wanting stool samples in this there episode. is There is. There like is. Shitting st- in a jar is f- She light. was really, really adamant about everyone pooing in a jar. Yep. It's like, I need poo from all of you. To
2: which Bear said, to hell with this, and threw his glass jar. Yeah, there, there's
3: a lot of glass jar breaking. Well,
4: the there, first time know. he threw it,
2: the next <laughs> time he was handed the glass jar, he whacked Mulder upside the head
1: That's with great. it. That's great. That There's bear hates glass jars. <laughs> that's a running joke.
2: Bear doesn't, bear poos in the woods, not in a jar.
5: <laughs> he comes in later with his sample, then drops the jars over the course. Oh. Of course.
4: Oh. Oh. Yeah, I guess that's true. At least he didn't fill the jar before coming <laughs> Or hitting. Well,
2: no, because he's a he's a bear, not a not a Mm -hmm. monkey. That's an ape thing to do. (laughs) Throwing it, yeah. (laughs) He's not an actual bear. In case you guys haven't watched this episode. That would make the
5: episode so much better. (laughs) A bear that flies
2: planes. Oh no! no, Who's flying? Oh no! Bear
3: Bear
5: is flying. How can it be? (laughs) <laughs>
1: oh good well,
2: anyway yeah and and while we were watching this episode there's a parasite extraction scene that reminded me of how when i used to watch the x-files religiously when i was younger i was often eating while it was on and i always <laughs> wondered halfway through an episode why i thought that was a good idea
3: not a great plan Mm-hmm.
2: and
5: yeah, we were gooier ones yeah either.
3: Yeah, this this episode also had that really great map painting that they uses the establishing shot for, that, yeah, yeah the um the the facility they're in when we when it first showed up um i think it's like the opening shot of it it's like, mm-hmm. oh the research face up in the lab. they keep cutting back to it yeah they it, keep yeah. cutting back to it this this the i originally thought it was a miniature but it's actually this great little map painting that they have a little light up in it for the facility's
5: light mm. it's fun you could you could tell because yeah it's very um there's there's the image of it and then there's like the snow that's so obviously just right in yeah, front of it there's no a right the, yeah. it's pretty good i
2: liked it though like, I, no 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 it's I was really well, to...
5: yeah I it's mean,
4: kind of a Wee's playhouse yeah. kind of uh, yeah, or like yeah. uh you know
5: and so i guess they were trying to were they, were they they were trying to cut costs on this one so they're trying to keep this as low budget as they could. Right. But uh, it ended up going over budget, I think, because. I think of...
4: it was from too many jars being smashed. That's true. <laughs> could
3: he... It adds up. You do
5: those takes too many times.
3: You know, well, like,
4: you oh. know, every time Bear threw the jar, he'd giggle, and then, like, they're like, ah, oh, cut! Give <laughs> yeah. him another jar! <laughs>
5: Curiously, which we were trying to figure out where they filmed this we were thinking did they go to a vet or did they do right. it a very, uh, laboratory setting and i guess a lot of those sets were uh a molson's yeah. beer brewery
4: <laughs> get some molson's eh yeah
2: <laughs> hmm. so is that in in vancouver british columbia then it must the be.
1: Brewery? Yeah.
4: yeah i mean they film most of their stuff in vancouver
5: mm-hmm. i wonder where that started that whole you because know, so many shows film in because it was cheap I, I, but I wonder who went there first and was like, "Oh my gosh, this is like so cheap and yeah. then everybody else Oh, Well, I'm sure a lot it was of the
4: horror thing where like movies
1: were filmed there in the I 80s. Think so, yeah. Well, not necessarily
2: in Vancouver, but just in Canada in general because I'm assuming it was less expensive.
4: Vancouver was trying to get people to come there first and then, mm-hmm. oh, okay. you know, cuz usually that's how it is like cities will like advertise to be like, yeah. "Hey, film here, bring your Hollywood money up here, yeah. and we'll make it cheap for you. There's
2: also a good film school in Vancouver, so I kind of wonder, too, if maybe it's easy to get interns that know what they're well, doing.
4: They're, oh, that could be, too. There yeah. must be really
5: good loopholes or something. It's kind of like the, um, people always wonder how Uwe Boll can keep making movies. Yeah. And, uh, it's because Germany has this tax loophole that mm. if you invest money in a motion picture, even if it tanks, you get your money back. Yeah. But if it, then if it makes money, you obviously make a profit. Right. But either way, you can't lose. And so that's how he always gets money for... Uh, horrible <sighs> movies. horrible, yeah.
4: Well, I know I was in Vancouver once, and we did a tour of, like, this whole mining operation that was, like, an ex-mining operation. And one of the things they said is like, oh, and X-Files filmed here. And, like, throughout the entire tour... Like, I just kept thinking, if this was the U.S., they would shut this place down. Because it was like, they put you on, like, a little rickety train that had no seatbelts <laughs> no, or anything. You just no. sat on it, and you could easily just step right back off of it and, like, you know, get ran over. They found um, my
2: Bloody Valentine there, too? Right. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm, I'm legitimately <clears throat> at, really curious. At one, point,
4: um, at one point, somebody was, like, looking up at the top of the cave as we were, like, Riding this little train down, and like their hard hat fell off, and the oh. train ran it over, oh, and the guy <laughs> came back, picked up the hard hat, and he's like, "That'll ah, be all right," and puts the hard, like broken hard hat <laughs> like into a bucket, <laughs> and that's like, you just don't get a hard hat now. Let's keep going. Oh <laughs> wow!
1: Yeah, and head. then we like, get to
4: the bottom, and they're like demonstrating all these different mining tools and how they work, and at the end of each each explanation, as they're like going through the different centuries of mining tools ended with, and then they stopped using it because it would blow up sometimes. <laughs> now let's turn it on and see how it works.
2: <laughs> yeah. I was like, let's
4: that's not. That's, let's stop turning on the equipment that's out of date because it blew up too much. <laughs> so I think, like, you know, with safety regulations, they are yeah. probably able to do a lot of more things. I wish I can't
2: reach out to work. I like, in, in uh, your hometown, Drew, um, where they have the... House of Mystery, the Oregon mm-hmm. Vortex House. I'm mean, always right. calling it the wrong thing. But anyway. the um, famous
4: House of Mystery. Yeah. And it's the Oregon Vortex. It's two separate attractions. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: As you're standing in line to pay to go in, they have a little thing that says, as mentioned in the X-Files, they don't do an X-Files episode about it. They just mention it in an episode. They say it once. So, you know.
1: As
4: seen on TV.
1: Basically. (laughs) Basically,
4: they didn't even see. It was just like, oh, you mean like the house of mystery? (laughs) Next scene.
1: Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. It's
2: like that vortex in Oregon or whatever. He probably pronounced it wrong. I think Hmm. he didn't, but, you know. Usually people do. Mm
4: -hmm. (laughs) My dad used to purposely, when people would call about insurance stuff from out of state, he'd always answer the phone with, Uh, from Grants Pass, Oregon. I'm like, I knew that was how it was pronounced. He's like, yeah, don't let anyone tell you differently. (laughs) Nice. Corrupting the world. Mm -hmm. Oregon.
5: I was impressed by the the computer graphics, the early kind of, like, Oh, yeah, the not worm bad animation. Like, yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. It wriggles around
5: pretty well. It's yeah. not
2: bad. It's, it's, you can tell it's animated, but you have to remember this is early 90s and it's a low budget, mm-hmm. you know, X-Files was relatively smaller budget in right. its first season. And
4: for the budget they had and for the time it was made. It's
2: unsettling. The movement of the, of the worm is, is kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. We're
4: talking about the alien, not David Duchovny.
2: Oh. What? <laughs>
4: Sorry, someone had to make a David Duchovny sex joke.
3: <laughs> I mean, there
2: were you, were you implying that he was doing the worm, like <laughs> for everyone for entertainment,
4: like the dance. Yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. Sure, we'll go for that.
5: This <laughs> an, out, an outtake. Uh-huh.
4: Good. David Duchovny doing the worm. And
5: apparently, that adorable dog is uh, the uh, a parent of one of David Duchovny's dogs.
4: A dog
2: named Blue. Wait. So is David Duchovny's dog named Blue, or was the dog actor?
5: D- David Duchovny's dog is Blue, and okay. then whether that dog is a male or female, I'm not sure, but it Wait. Does a the dog
2: group. have an IMDb credit? I'm gonna look. Oh,
5: Probably man.
3: does. Has this dog been in other things? It's not. Maybe. It's not listed. No. Oh,
2: That's man. sad. It was a. It was a cute dog. Who I don't remember which one of you said it, but the minute the dog appeared, someone was like, "What? You couldn't." Couldn't get yourself a Husky? Well, no. <laughs> I cheap think, for a Husky?
4: I think, because I, I said that, but then I was like, maybe that's how they're setting themselves apart from the thing. Like, it's no, it's not country. the thing. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> we don't have a Husky. We got a blue Heeler. Oh, come and on, guys. We only have
2: one, and we didn't put him in a pen full of Bro, other nervous dogs. It's,
4: it's Alaska. It's really We're not dog. in Antarctica. It would be great if they
5: had another character that was like, Keith David or something like that. You it know, wasn't Keith David, and like Wilford Brimley. So,
2: <laughs> so in this episode, they all—all all the people have come up to investigate why these researchers have passed away. You know, because I think basically they all murdered each other. You don't see everyone die. You see two people um, kind of have a suicide pact. Right. Um, but everybody who comes up to to investigate has to stay in the quarters of the all these people who've died, and their bodies are still there.
1: Nope.
2: And you're just staying in staying their up. beds. Nobody's changed the sheets or anything. And so it's, it just seems super uncomfortable. Like, if, I, that added a creep factor for me, because I was trying to picture myself in that place, and I think, you wouldn't sleep anyway because you're terrified. But also... When was the last time this bed was cleaned, and who slept in this bed, and, and
4: how many alien wiggle worms are in this bed currently? Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh,
2: I mean, uh, like, hopefully, sure. you don't have scabies. But I really yes. liked. I really liked how uh, the room Scully was gonna sleep in. Her room had this poster of women buddies? women in bikinis, like a classic like pin-up <coughs> 80s style big haired women in bikinis poster and it said bosom buddies and when she's kind of freaking out at one point she's kind of sliding down the wall and right above <laughs> her head it just <laughs> says bosom <laughs> buddies I thought <laughs> that, that can be really an so no, it no, was no. really funny I, yeah. it was a nice bit of humor in an in a episode that has a pretty serious tone because when the X-Files is funny it's so great but that was, like, very, very subtle silliness. I, I, I think
5: the other throwback to the thing that they put in there was uh, the, the one comic relief character guy has uh, Oh, yeah, Banya. <laughs> yeah, he, he has headphones, and he's constantly listening to, is it baseball games? Bowl yeah. football games. Yeah, football, football games, yeah. And so, um, so everybody knows what's going to happen because they're just recordings but he listens to them all the time and that's something that i think that's common in some of those outpost areas they have just tape games that they watch over and over again but i think that's also a joke in the thing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where they're watching a game and they're kind of like oh i know how this one ends already right
4: so they just got a whole bunch of vhs recordings of like sports games right (laughs) because
5: the transmission can't can't make it that far
4: although now they just got the internet down there
5: Satellites. Hit the Satellites. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. So they can get the memes like yep. immediately.
4: <laughs> yeah. They're just sitting there.
2: They can watch all the good cat videos. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. <laughs> like Roomba
1: Cat.
3: But yeah. So the the next part, that comic relief guy, I guess, is throat cut. Mm-hmm. Um, did, was it ever established? Was it the lady scientist? Because it turns out.
2: I was never really clear on that it had to have. Been. Yeah, like
3: did or did he kill himself for some reason?
2: It,
4: no, I think she it was killed him scientist.
2: in a fit of aggression or paranoia was he because doing when she was infected. Um, I don't know. Maybe he was. He might not been able to... to sleep. He might have been doing research trying uh, to figure bathroom. out.
5: Oh, I think don't they have a? Did they have like some kind of establishing shot where he was up in the middle of the night with the microscope?
2: I or thought so, it? but I don't. <laughs>
5: I may have missed it. And the thing is,
2: I've seen this episode multiple times, and so, unfortunately, when that happens, sometimes I'll get distracted and not pay as close of attention (laughs) attention when I'm watching something for the first time, or if I haven't seen it in ages, and I'll just assume I know it's happening, so I couldn't really definitively answer that. part of me wants to say that there was that shot,
3: but I don't don't know that there was. It it just sort of felt like he died somehow.
4: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think it was while I was pouring sweet and sour pork on my chest. So. Oh no. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's there for. Hot
4: mm-hmm. times
2: at our house. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Yeah, so during during the night in which they sleep in these dead cruise quarters, uh comic relief guy ends up in a fridge. A fridge, freezer fridge, a fridge. In a <laughs> I liked
2: your joke about how we're in the Arctic and we need a freezer. Yeah. We can't just use the outside. We can't just stuff
3: it outside. <laughs> <laughs> Not constantly freezing in the Arctic Circle. When it, when it
2: snows here, and it's rare that it snows in the Willamette Valley, but it does every few years, and sometimes it snows a fair amount. We have what we jokingly call the outside fridge. Right. So if you have too many sodas or beers or something, you just stick them you out stick in
3: the it. snow. Stick it, yeah. <laughs> it's
2: the outside fridge. Well, I mean,
3: it, you know, it's this It's good ta- for a couple months out of the year. Yeah, this time of year it gets down, and, you know, your temperature range is basically 35 to 40, so it's refrigerator temperature outside. Mm-hmm. And Leave food out there. Once the (laughs) raccoons get at it, you're fine. Well,
2: when our neighbor gave us those, what was it, four cases of Slayer last year? It was a lot of beer. It was a lot of beer. And as much as we like to joke about drinking games, we actually aren't really big drinkers. And so it took forever to give that away and share it with people. But it it was out and we had one night of snow last year, but it was outside for a good chunk of the winter. So we had cold beer. The outside fridge. Outside fridge. I'm sure outside that's fridge. interesting to. Well, all that's got to be stars. a thing elsewhere,
4: mm. you know. Oh no, <laughs> yeah. I, I, so many people do that. That's very common. Mm-hmm.
2: All righty. Yeah, well, anyway. any more thoughts on ice? Um, well, we I mean, on? we
4: still got.
2: What we need to talk about?
4: <clears throat> See, I guess we already mentioned checking for. Oh, we they had the weird black. Bumps, that was
1: oh, part of it. Oh, the
3: they got bumps? Yeah, yeah. so the, 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 their lymph nodes would apparently get black and, and swell up. Like, that's also creepy. Externally,
4: occurs. too? Externally. Well, like That, that was that, that
3: happens with the bubonic plague. Apparently. No, no, it does. It does, yeah.
4: yeah
3: it's... Well, she even
2: mentions that right. when she's, uh, Scully, when they're examining the dog.
3: Yeah.
4: So, yeah, so that's the reason people have to keep getting naked in front of each other to check each other for black lymph nodes gland truffle yep. looking. That eventually
2: things. recede back into the skin and disappear.
4: But after they die.
2: Side note, when I was little, I thought blue bonnet plague, people were calling it blue bonnet plague, and there mm. was blue bonnet butter. Oh and no so
1: I wasn't afraid <laughs> of the
2: butter but I was trying to figure out what this <coughs> disease was as a little kid that People wanted to call it blue bonnet. It's like, does your scalp turn blue? Like, I, I don't know. It was, I was always kind of weirdly fascinated. <laughs> I did not know they were saying blue bonnet. I thought it was blue bonnet plague. That mm. it was some weird prairie virus. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> and Laura Ingalls and all those people, you know. Don't get that blue bonnet plague.
4: Blue bonnet plague. Like, so, they have to check each other all the time. Well, twice. And the whole time I was like, they're like, oh, we need to check each other each other so we know that someone's not corrupting the like the research and they, then they split off into girls and guys and it's like it's life and death people why would it's like yeah, modesty but yeah go out the window it's like no i want to see all of you naked mm. i don't i will inspect everyone then i will let everyone inspect me we'll mm. get this over with yeah, there's, the,
3: there's an alien parasite on the loose. Propriety isn't a big, uh, you know.
2: And David Duchovny can stand there and say, Ladies. <laughs> well, you know, fellas, they,
3: I want you to remember we were in the Arctic, or this is the, or whatever. He well, yeah.
2: Says, yeah. Don't, ju- you know, don't judge my package, please. But, if, but if,
5: if you're going to have both genders exposing themselves in the same room, there's a chance of, like, cross pollinating that disease with, with cooties. Mm, um, oh, so gotcha. I mean, I think that's kind of where they're they coming They are from.
4: kind of bug-looking, cootie Bugly, bugs. Uh, yeah,
5: exactly. I, 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 like, no, I, I, we're not going to let girls in here because they mm-hmm. have cooties.
3: Right, and and, oh, and we should say this isn't just some random parasite. This is apparently a life form that rode in on a comet and was frozen under the Arctic ice. Or at, I, at least that's what we think. It's yeah. like
5: a yeah, movie meteor. that came out in the early 80s. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs>
3: Um, so it's it's not it's not Mulder and Scully investigating a perfectly normal but exotic parasite up in the there's an alien element
4: well, to it maybe we believe yes we, we believe because it could just be you know the comet happened to land on top of these worm things
3: that's true because they could they could have been buried <laughs> we'll come there. Mm-hmm.
4: yeah yeah it it heated up the the ground and that you know got them moving again mm-hmm. and
2: except mm-hmm. aren't they don't they live off ammonia yeah
4: they're ammonia based yeah, like yeah the that's worms. true. There was a pocket of ammonia in... That's like, right, post-volcanic ammonia They're from pocket. Venus. Yeah, they're from <laughs> Venus. No, it's the next one. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So... Then they they throw Mulder into uh, quarantine for a while because right, everyone is he, convinced. He
2: discovers the body of the geologist oh, that's right. that went with them, the one played by the actor known as Banya and Seinfeld. Um, Drew kept making Ovaltine jokes. Yeah, so he he discovers the body and they all walk in on him discovering the body, so then they think Mulder did it.
3: Yes. Really? Well and then and then Mulder acts like an irrational paranoid jerk because he's Mulder and everyone's he's Mulder. like You're being <laughs> yeah. aggressive and the parasite makes you aggressive.
2: Yeah, no.
4: No, you're yelling at me. And yeah, well, me and, then, and, 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 and Scully pulls a, a <coughs> flipping gun on yeah, him. Yeah, and like, a, whoa. he
2: says, he put a gun in my face. How do you expect me to behave?
4: It's a dick move, Scully. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of dick moves in this episode. There are. <laughs> Great band name.
5: But he's, yeah, he's quarantined. And then yeah, he gets go.
4: quarantined, then all the people decide that they need to recheck him. Or, no, They that's when they discover that you put two worms together and the two worms battle royale and kill each other. Yeah. So, my question with the whole... Like the Highlander. Yeah, there can be only one worm. And so, like, the worms are reproducing little tiny mini-worms, which are then going out and colonizing other humans and whatnot. Uh-huh. Two questions I have. How do you know you don't just have one of those same worms from the, its passing, you know? No. How do you know you don't have the same colony? And question two, how did all these different worms that are going to battle it out end up down in the ground in the same spot? If they came from some other planet and they hate each other and they battle it out, wouldn't they have already killed each other off before they ever even got to Earth?
3: Oh, That's that's a good point. Maybe, maybe it's because <laughs> they were frozen in the comet. Could be. Yeah, they they weren't active yet.
4: But how'd you get them so close together and still have them alive? And That's what I'm yeah.
3: Like I said, questionable, bio- questionable biology in this episode. You yeah.
4: have to
2: suspend your disbelief.
4: They're just they're just having to be two about to battle when they got chipped off of their home <laughs> planet right. and yeah, hurtled were, through space, they, frozen they were, they were, instantly. Flash frozen, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a
5: little bit like a, a <coughs> Force Awakens when they're fighting and then they, there's the giant rift in the planet and then they're they're far apart. So so Ray and Kylo Ren can't mm. fight anymore. Oh, Star right. Wars reference. Damn it, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I I was, was right going to tell
2: that. a story about how we went and watched the Star Wars holiday special <laughs> on Wednesday night. That was going to be our and Star and Wars, that, Wars and reference? And that it's becoming a... Become a, a a annual holiday tradition where we go to the Hollywood Theater. I guess that's another drink right there. Yeah, there you go. And two it, in a row. it's two it's a twofer cuz we went to the Hollywood Theater and once a year they do Christmas in Space where they show <laughs> the Star Wars holiday special edited down a little bit they say for your sanity.
5: Yes. And oh, They, edited they down, have
2: commercials so, yeah. from the era embedded in in the video as well so you get to watch so, weird things like advertisements for Archie Bunker's grandson baby doll that mm. is anatomically correct and peas. cuz what? People wow. wanted that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's bizarre. It I I think I out loud said in the theater how is that a real thing? <laughs> it is. I looked it up later. People are selling them on eBay. For so How much are they going for? Eh, twenty to sixty bucks depending on the <laughs> condition and the <laughs> Not too bad, bad, Chris. Yeah, eh? not too yeah. Bad. yeah. <laughs> there's, your,
5: there's your investment opportunity, right? Yeah. You, can,
2: you can get one and but
1: keep the, it all in they, the family. Do they
5: edit those special downs so you don't have to sit through twenty minutes of Wookie? <laughs>
4: yeah, pretty much. They there's cut less Wookie grunting. They cut out all the Wookie and Ply talking because there's like in the if you've ever. Hunt a on long the internet, tangent. sorry guys, and, and actually watch the entire unedited oh, version of yeah. the Star Wars Holiday Special. There's a whole lot of Wookies conversing <laughs> in Wookie, no subtitles, with no subtitles or anything. It's just a whole bunch of
1: <laughs> and
4: it's like. Okay. For a long time. Sure. You know what? It's It's,
3: a lot easier than actually writing dialogue.
2: It's terrible. It's It's, terrible. But it's not, it doesn't upset or offend me the way the prequels do. Like, I will watch, I will happily watch this many times (coughs) before I ever would sit down to watch any of those, those goddamn prequels. Well,
4: I was actually saying, like, I thought of it, and now I've seen the, I mean, albeit narrowed down star wars holiday special i've seen it now more times than any of the prequels <laughs>
2: oh <my>. high five <laughs> so we should get back to the topic at hand though because even though it's a holiday special and it is kind of horrifying there is no snow in it so oh, back yeah. to
5: ice ice there's, a, there's no snow in it Unless you count what's in Carrie Fisher's nose
1: Oh, oh. oh. Apologies
4: R.I.P.
5: <laughs>
2: yeah
4: Oh it's funny cause it's true
2: You guys are mean
4: Um anyways so in snow In ice There's
2: no snow in hell either
4: No. Um Where were we
2: we're gonna wrap up this episode sure so they they
4: finally find out it's the girl she's got the the bug in her and they shove a bug in her ear one more shot of people shoving bugs in people's ears
1: it's so (coughs) upsetting
4: and then uh
2: it's like that episode of (coughs) Night gallery
4: cut to Mm. the the end where they're like oh we're all safe and sound now isn't it great and then it's like, oh, no, it's not great. I'm going straight back, and I'm going to get my research done. And, oh, didn't you hear? They torched the entire place down to a cinder. Nothing's left.
1: Oh. And then it's,
4: oh, no, it's going to happen again. And then and they, Well, they also
3: carted off the, um, the, the infected lady and the dog for quarantine uh-huh. and monitoring.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
3: Who knows,
2: man? Well, they gotta make sure the dog doesn't talk.
3: True.
5: Because
2: mm-hmm. he might reveal state secrets. That dog's, <laughs> dog's still in a often padded too. cell today. Yeah. The dog's
5: going
4: in a hole and never coming out. <coughs>
5: no, it's a witness <coughs> protection <underground bunker>. dog. <laughs> mm-hmm. Witness protection dog.
2: I if that's ever
4: happened. No, they we moved the in. dog to the Midwest. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah,
4: Give give him a job like a He's a, a, she, a sheep
1: herder <laughs> now. He knows the
4: <laughs> thing. The dog the
5: dog is like with it, Henry Hill and Henry Hill is just like, Oh, I used to do all this stuff for the mafia and the dog's
4: like, Oh, I, I trafficked aliens. So <laughs> <laughs> I was a living host of an alien. He <laughs> <was. beat> that. <laughs> yeah. Yes oh. that was that was ice.
2: Ice. Ice Ice Baby.
4: I was just going to say that we made (laughs) it through without making a single vanilla ice comment. And then we did it. (laughs) And then we didn't. So close to the finish line.
2: So disappointed in us. Or just myself. (laughs) So, yeah. Shall we move on to the Twilight Zone?
3: The Twilight Zone, yes. uh, you're up. The next episode we watched is a Twilight Zone episode called uh, Will the Real... Was it Martian? Please stand up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, not not Slim Shady. Not, just not just Slim a Martian. Shady. This was this predates Slim Shady, but good. Slim
2: Shady a Martian though? More
3: white sl- rapper <laughs> comments. Yeah, so. from one white rapper to the next. <laughs> uh, this episode finds uh, well opens with a couple of police officers investigating a possible unidentified flying object, which may have crash landed in the woods somewhere in the middle of a snowstorm. And uh, they follow some tracks leading out of a uh, the pond where it may have crashed into a diner where, what, seven unsuspecting folks inclu- uh, and a uh, diner man, a, uh, what, do you, what do you call him? Words are escaping me right now. Uh, like the, the
4: cook. 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 Waiter.
3: Bar, waiter. Bartender. Wait, yeah, like the, the all-in-one guy everything. that runs the diner. Yeah. Um, they are the all in man. there, and one of them might be an alien.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm, you Yeah. Know.
3: So, um, and yeah, the cops start questioning people, you know, looking well, what around. Was the,
4: it was, like, the pond. Yeah. It was, like, Lacey's Pond or something. hmm Like, the two sheriff and deputy guys are obviously local yokel cops. You yep. know, like, yep. they know, like, oh, it's, yeah, it's a pond and blah. And, like, but it's, like... Yeah, we've got a UFO down here, and and there's definitely some tracks where an alien came out, we're gonna go look for that, and like, (laughs) it's so nonchalant about it, you know? They're this like the, the original one, X-Files. The, this, yeah. yeah. This
1: well,
3: is the
5: one <laughs> town in America well, you, where this really does happen all the time. You're mm-hmm. in the aliens mm-hmm. to jump yeah. ahead
3: a little bit. They're talking about, oh, we've had plans to colonize this place for a while. Maybe these cops are, you know, they're hot to the idea. They know there are <laughs> aliens around. Mm-hmm. This is just another day up in just Alien a,
4: City. Another <laughs> one of those, what are, where are we from this time, Venus, Uranus? <laughs> 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 you always make Uranus jokes. <laughs> yeah. oh. Jeez, Bob, get it together. <laughs> we,
5: we ain't so concerned about the aliens coming to our small town. We just care about, you know, people not from this country.
2: <laughs> Space aliens welcome, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah, I don't know. Um yeah,
3: so they are uh, everyone in this diner is trapped because there is a bridge which is under a lot of pressure from an ice flow or something that is keeping it and and it's covered
4: snow. in snow and ice. Covered in snow so and ice. So there's already way too much weight on the bridge. Mm-hmm. If you drive a bus across it cuz all these people came in on a bus, then the bus is going to make the burri- the, burri- the bridge the bridge. <laughs> the, bur- the bridge.
5: The bridge. It's a burrito bridge.
4: It's a burrito bridge. <laughs> a burrito bridge. Delicious. <laughs> Um, it's going to make the bridge collapse. Right,
3: and they can't go home because there was a, 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 landslide. a landslide on the road. So they are stuck in this diner. Mm-hmm. Which
2: we didn't really mention in the last description, but they're also stuck at the research station on the X-Files because of the snow and, oh, yeah. and inclement well, weather. I'm, and their pilot dies. Well, yes, but also <laughs> before he dies, they're not even able to fly back out because it's right. just... yeah they had a three-day window that could get in and
3: out of there yeah but it turns out the storm was coming in
4: Mm -hmm. the storm is a balloon yeah so yeah these guys are in a diner and the cops come in they say you know where'd you guys come from came from here you know how uh what's the roster on the the bus and he says i don't take a roster But there was six of us. I know that. I did an accurate head count. Oh. And then they go, well, there's seven of them in here right now. Dun, dun, dun. One of these folks ain't who he says he is. Mm -hmm. And we got Wacky Eye Guy. (laughs) The best part of this episode. Crazy grandpa. Avery.
5: There's a young couple there's a young couple right an older couple looks like right. right there's like
4: newlyweds and then there's like the senior citizen married many years ago uh uh-huh. what was it he even made a comment, I think it was like 35. He yeah. said, no, 23. 23.
2: 23. You think after 23 years of marriage, you'd know the man you're married to because his wife's eyeballing him suspiciously like <laughs> he might be an alien. No.
4: While well, nervously chain-smoking. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like
5: <sighs> There's the uh, there's the very beautiful professional dancer woman. Right. Uh, yep. That everybody's ogling. And mm-hmm. uh, there's...
4: I do like the, the joke about... No, I know she's okay. How do you know she's okay? She's the <laughs> she's only, the only one, one I remember.
2: <laughs> I noticed her.
1: Yeah, yeah
4: it's, it's the, only but yeah, one the one. driver didn't pay attention to anybody's faces. Nobody saw each other because they all got onto a dark bus in a snowstorm.
3: Yep. And they didn't. And, and they didn't notice when they were getting off either because the the wind was blowing and they were shielding their eyes from the snow oh, and the yeah. wind. Yeah.
5: Well, there, then there's the there's the guy from Boston, the older gentleman, and the mm-hmm. the black overcoat and hat uh very stuffy stuffy yeah. guy yeah Angry um, man. from from boston and there's there's your driver and then you've got <laughs> you've got the bugly eyed uh crazy old man at the, the counter he's most the... blatant
4: mm-hmm. red herring ever yeah. <laughs>
5: yeah yeah oh yeah because because your first instinct is oh he's the alien because because he's acting crazy he's, he's so horrible. he's acting hard. crazy so yeah
4: He's
2: he's really funny.
4: He's making jokes about the aliens, which is suspicious, and he's got the googliest eye ever. He
3: does. He's so, making fun of the cops too.
4: Right.
2: Yeah, the actor that plays the crazy old man is named is named uh, or was named Jack Elam, and.
4: uh... No, he's still alive. No. Oh, oh died. No, so, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah or he, did he died. Actually, yeah. He died in Ashland,
2: really. Yeah. Oh. Huh anyway he uh, he just seemed like the perfect casting
5: for this just be this, and this he's crazy old, he's, old man he's kind of an old man but uh, we looked it up and he was born in 1920 well 61 they're
4: he's... like playing him off as like the crazy old coot but, but like they done really bushy eyebrows right but yeah. they've done like Wild a bunch hair. of makeup on his hair to make him look older yeah because so he's so actually only, like it, younger like than the older gentleman well, in the place He's probably younger or... than half the people in there. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. So he's he, one of the youngest guys, but of course, because of the googly eye, they had to make him look like a crazy old he, coot.
5: He's he's also I guess he played a lot of villains. Right. Uh, because a, of the eye. He kind of yeah, and uh, he was. I guess one of that. his first <laughs> roles was some kind of um, marijuana exploitation film, like you know, oh she shouldn't have smoked all that dope, you know. But uh, then he he was also in. Uh,
4: once upon a time in the West. The yeah. Charles Bronson movie. That's a great one. He was one. also in.
2: Cannonball Run too in 'eighty four. Oh. That's right, yeah. wow. mm-hmm.
4: He's in a lot of great movies. Man, man, but we go back and,
5: Once upon a time in the West and watch
4: that. Yeah,
3: I love that
5: movie. I oh, that's a great it's one. Fantastic. Yeah, a
4: classic. I remember watching that with my dad. It's a great one. I love. Um, I'm pretty sure that's the one that has. It's. um Oh. Uh, Fonda. Henry Fonda. Henry Fonda, like mm-hmm. actually plays a bad guy in that one. Yeah, right? he does. Yeah, yeah. and he oh, has yeah. that great line where I forget the other character, but like the one guy that's like kind of being a stupid and comes up and like tells him this and that, and he's like, "Well, were you careful?" And he's like, "Of course I was careful." And he's like, "Can I trust you?" You know, it's like, "Of course you can trust me." And then he shoots him, and like he's like, "Can't trust a man that wears a belt and suspenders. If a man can't trust his own pants, he can't trust him." <laughs>
1: <laughs> Shot him
4: because he was wearing a belt and <laughs> suspenders oh, yes. at the same time. Therefore, he was untrusting, sure. untrustworthy.
5: Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, get... he does so many takes in this episode. Like just they will say something and then he makes his face like, "Oh no!" You know, he, there's so many, there's so much mugging in this episode. There's, right. just, there's one, and you know, unfortunately, <clears throat> maybe due to his kind of mismatched. uh Popular, you know, yeah, he's kind of like his eye looking the other direction, but it's kind of like he does half a take to the other character and half a take to the camera, and it's so it's so funny. I just couldn't stop laughing.
2: Yeah, he's he's definitely, hamming it up and acting like hey, I might be the alien, ooh, yeah. and, like, just kind of egging yeah. everyone on. I was trying
4: to figure out if, like, they were trying to imply that he was just a crazy old man or that he was a drunk crazy old man. Yeah. So I kind of got, like, the drunk feeling mm-hmm. from him.
3: Were they not allowed to show that sort of thing? Because I thought they are in the Twilight Zone, they've had people who were more explicitly, like, boozed up before. I think, I they, could I be think okay.
4: they have they be had quiet. people
2: drunk in episodes of, uh... Of the Twilight Zone. there are been yeah. alcoholic yeah. characters.
4: Being an alcoholic was fine back then. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You just couldn't profit off of being a criminal.
5: Huh. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. That or show too was much skin. skin.
4: Yeah, you couldn't show belly buttons.
2: <laughs> oh no, not a belly button.
4: But yeah, it was it was, you know, great fun to make fun of alcoholism. That was okay. <clears throat> You could do that all there, day long.
5: Yeah, I I think there was a lot less. Uh, clarity. That that was
4: often used in uh, bewitched episodes. Oh oh, oh god yeah. It's like oh that guy must be drunk. I'm just seeing things. It, it, yeah.
5: <laughs> Come here, let me smell your breath. Yeah. Uh,
3: yeah not this episode doesn't have the it doesn't it doesn't have enough time to develop it I guess but this doesn't have the pairing off and the individual interviewing sort of things so everyone is always in the same area. And weird things are happening to the whole group as opposed to, right. you know, people being caught out of context or anything.
4: Yeah, because after everyone's gets their initial suspicion down and they all start looking at each other, even the couples that originally were like, oh, well, we're, we're fine because we're couples. We know we were both on the thing, so we couldn't be the one person that's extra of the seven that's supposed to be six. Mm-hmm. But, like then the couple start looking at each other and like wait did you always have a mole there you <laughs> yeah. know and and so they're starting to get suspicious of each other so then everyone's suspicious but um
5: there's also weird things happening periodically right maybe maybe after they've strong, given the suspicion
4: the, like it's own workout yeah
5: yeah then there's, uh, the lights will go up periodically, the jukebox, the jukebox will periodically will fire up and start playing some music, and so there's, there's just all sorts of weird things going on. And
1: so.
5: Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like, I don't know, the,
1: the,
3: the cops in this episode, is, they're, they're kind of half in, half out on trying to sol- sort this all out, you know? Right.
1: Cause yeah. They, they're,
3: they're they're really invested in trying to solve the mystery until they get the call, and they're like, oh, no, the bridge is fine.
4: Well... Yeah, that's that's like, why, I'm like, like, that's why i like that's why I kind of got like the feeling like it was yeah like they're like the original X Files team kind of they're very nonchalant about this alien mm-hmm. but yeah so they get that call and the call says that you know the bridge is fine now go ahead and cross you'll be okay and then they all pile in and the driver says well I count seven well after the cops say. It's like, well, I can't hold you guys on suspicion of being aliens, so I'm just (laughs) going to let everyone leave. Such a a good alien. It's like, we were were dead set and positive there's an alien amongst you, but since we can't prove it, we're just going to let y'all walk onto a bus right now and drive away. And then, yeah, so they come back.
3: No, one of them. Man right, comes
4: back. One man comes back in and he says, well, didn't you just leave on the bus? And he says, yes, I did. And it went into the river.
2: Oh, Which is, it's really it's handled kind of nonchalant that, like, all the characters you just spent most of this episode with are now supposed to be dead because right. they all, you know, went into an icy river when the bridge gave out and the whole bus, you know, went down with the collapsed bridge. And the tone of the episode is, is
1: so while it's a scary
2: concept, it's handled kind of in a light-hearted, wink-wink-aren't-we-having-a-good-time kind of way, especially with, you know, right. the kind of goofy older man antics and stuff, and, you know... That goofy old man and, like, the young married couple and all these people and, like, the nice, you know, the, the dancer and the bus driver who seemed like they were starting to hit it off and have yeah. a budding romance are suddenly abruptly dead. And, like, the way that's kind of handled is weird to me. Mm-hmm. Just that, huh. Because then there's reveals that well, happen after that that are kind of comical but you still have all these dead characters. I think
5: it's, right. I, but I think it's from the... Also oh, from and the, the cops
4: are dead, too. Yeah. Because the, the cops are going to lead him across the bridge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well,
2: Everybody's I, dead. I think it's, been,
5: it's from the perspective, then, of... Right. The two... I well, because... Spoilers now, I you know, that the two aliens where it's sort of like, oh, right. we're humans anyway. Because
4: you... Or, well, you or, get... He comes in, and he says, well, yeah, but you don't look wet. And he says, oh, that's just an illusion. Just like the jukebox was an illusion, and then the jukebox starts playing and says, just like the phone call is an illusion. And then I was just thinking about that. The phone call was an illusion. That means the phone call didn't really come in to say the bridge was fine. Oh, yeah. The phone call was the alien telling them, oh, the bridge is fine, so oh, he could kill so, off all yeah. the people. And I'm
2: guessing he did that because they knew there was an alien right, in the so, area, so...
4: So he, he Fake the phone call so that they would all drive across the bridge and die. Yes,
2: mm-hmm. He killed, what, <coughs> eight people? No, because there was a bus driver, so well, nine. Well, the two cops, nine. Yeah.
4: and then seven, yeah. So nine. Well, he people. was the seven yeah, passengers. Yeah. Right. So, six so there's passengers six passengers, buses, one driver. bus driver, and two cops.
2: Yeah, no. So he killed a killed bunch of nine people. people. And it's like, oh, ha ha.
4: And, like, he's no saying it to nonchalantly you. to this guy. And he's, you know, explaining to them, like, he's going to blow so the, the, the
2: keeper of the diner. The
4: diner guy's mind. And then he says, um, you know, I was sent here on an advanced mission from. Was it Mars? It was Mars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was but in a man's submission from is... Mars and he like gets a third hand comes out. And yeah. Now he's like smoking, drinking, and doing like all these things at once with these three hands. He,
5: he's like holding one cigarette right. to his lips and then the other two hands yeah, like, are like striking a match. To right. like yeah.
4: And so like, but this is not phasing the diner guy at all and he's telling about, like, the advanced scout for, you know, they're going to colonize Earth. And he says, oh, that's great, but we beat you to it. And he pulls <laughs> off his hat, and he's got a third eye in the middle of his skull, and he's like, I'm from Venus, ha, ha, ha,
2: ha. <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
4: <laughs> and the reason you haven't had your buddies yet is we intercepted them, and they're all dead. Yeah.
3: yeah.
2: Everyone's dead. It's well, hilarious. And kind the, the tone of this episode. Yeah, yeah. The,
3: the, the tone for me strikes... It struck me as a little bit weird, because there's, like, one line earlier on, I'm like, what well, is, I thought this was a diner, not a Gestapo station, you oh, know, yeah. like, how dare you interview me and impinge upon my freedom, but the, the moral of the story is, like, well, if you had been more paranoid and more suspicious and kind of looked a little harder, you might have found an alien and not died. Right, Maybe. Right, sure. I, it, it's a good paranoid episode, but I'm not sure what it's trying to say to me.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> good point, yeah. And
2: also... The alien from Mars, before he's revealed to be an alien, is just being this really pushy, fussy, kind of I'm better than everyone businessman type. And he's going into detail, about, oh, I have a very important meeting, blah, blah, blah. Maybe it was his rendezvous with his, his fellow Martians. But he knows all about how to pretend to be a businessman, but he doesn't know what wet means. Oh, yes. <laughs> so that was weird.
4: Well, did he not know what wet means, or did he just not get wet?
2: No, he he said, what is wet?
4: Like, yeah, because uh, the...
2: Because the barkeep uh, was asking him, how are you not wet? And he was like, what's wet? I don't gotcha. know what that is. Yeah. But he, he knows what a meeting is.
3: Mm-hmm. Maybe, uh, he was just, maybe he was just briefed on, like... He knows about punctuality. Hey, right. He was yeah. briefed I mean, about yeah. businessman yeah. life. In
4: yeah. businessman life, you don't get wet, so...
2: Not usually. <laughs>
5: It's it's a surface level like he knows he knows terminology, but he may not know underlying like other cultural. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. No, I just I mean we're nitpicking at this point. (laughs) Sure. Twilight Zone is a great show, but it's definitely not without its flaws. But yeah, right.
3: Well, (coughs) we have to point out Rod Sterling's entrance in this one is just fantastic. It is. Just hiding in the shadow of a rock and just comes out at you. And he's just standing there in the snow, and he's got
2: snow sticking to his Mm -hmm. suit. It's it's awesome.
3: He's part of it.
2: He is. He it's sort of like he just randomly appears like a narrator genie. There's Rod. There's Rod Sterling. Like there he, he is again. Right out of the rock. It's about to
3: get yeah. weird, and he's here to <laughs> tell a, you about it. He's here to tell you about how it's gonna get weird. There'll
1: yeah. A, there,
5: there'll be another Twilight Zone episode that takes place in a men's bathroom, and then the main <laughs> comes out of like <laughs> another <laughs> stall, just
4: <laughs> just been quietly waiting in the stall the <laughs> yeah. whole time. Mm-hmm.
5: Uh, <laughs> there's another one that takes place as two people, a, you know, lost at sea in a boat, and he just comes out of the water. <laughs> he's entered <conjured> a world. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like this episode. It's very, um, and of course, there's the big parallels with like communism paranoia and, and uh, sure, gi- sure. given the time period that this aired, and so um, America was already getting pretty paranoid anyway, and. Sure. So it, it plays on that.
4: Your your suspecting person next to you in this diner may not be who they seem. Right, mm-hmm. right. They could be pink down to their underwear.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that creates a visual image. Anyway.
5: <laughs> and it would be the bug guy.
4: The mm, bug guy. Yeah, totally.
5: Well, he makes he- that fun line, too, early on, when they... Someone... If someone's an alien he says, uh what does he say? Chickens what does he say? Chickens with arms or
1: uh, he, he says something about, that. He, yeah. he basically
5: oh he says some like, Chick- chickens. Well, he made a Ray
4: Ray Bradbury joke too, which oh, is because yeah. like they kind of they used Ray Bradbury like later down the seasons. Like he wrote. Yeah, he was the a him. writer. Oh
3: yeah. 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 No, there is there is some odd fourth wall breaking in this. So the old
4: guy's
5: like, "Wow, this is like a sci-fi story."
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> i, I Bradbury.
1: I
5: can't remember the chicken's line exactly but he's basically saying like, "Look under everybody's coats, or look under, you know, like." Oh, check them for start, wings. Check them yeah. for wings. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Maybe he said, check him for wings, not right. chicken. Chick him for wings. Chick is so like chicken. Check him for wings. Check him for wings. Like, like. Yeah. And if they had, maybe they would have seen the one guy had three arms. Yeah, you know? that's like, true. You know, if they
4: listened to the Google Eye they, guy, yeah. they would have seen that the dude had three arms and he would have been arrested. And then the guy from Venus still would have been carry out his plans because... No one checked him. That's
1: true. For He's Quietly
2: taking over the world, serving one cup of coffee at a mm-hmm. time. That's
1: right. For a, no. a diner in the and, middle of and nowhere. Serving children. Every, everyone knows. Oh, yeah.
4: You gotta you gotta start your invasion in the middle of nowhere in a diner that gets eight people a day. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It, it's sufficient.
5: And he mm-hmm. had been working there since eleven in the morning, he said. Mm-hmm. That's true. Which, you know, so that late at night, and i had been at work that long. Right. So see, those are the, the kind long. of aliens we need in this country. We
3: need entrepreneurs. People are willing to work until you know, from eleven to however late <laughs> at night. In the
4: now of it's lizard. getting political. <laughs> 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 oh yeah. Men from Venus seeking asylum.
1: Oh.
2: Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Well, any any other questions, comments, complaints, thoughts on on. Uh, Will the real Martian please stand up?
3: I, comparing it to other Twilight Zone episodes, because there's another Twilight Zone episode, and I can't remember the name of it, but the premise is there's a neighborhood. um, Oh. And they get the radio broadcast. And they're like, there's an alien in your neighborhood, and everyone in the neighborhood starts going crazy. Is it
2: The Monster on Maple Street? I think that's the one. Yeah. yeah. That's a great episode.
3: Yeah, and I I feel like this episode is trying for something similar, but in a more intimate setting. Um, And it doesn't, it's a good episode. I like this one a lot. And this is one that I, I saw years and years ago for the first time, but it 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 doesn't quite succeed, and I'm not sure if it's trying to go for the same tone. There, because like, you guys say it's a little bit, it's a little bit goofier.
2: Yeah, the tone in this one for what's actually happening is strangely lighthearted. Yeah,
1: there's a lot and of like it's levity. It's a little uneven,
2: but I think um, yeah. So the episode's called uh, "The Monsters Are Due on Maple Street," the one you're talking about, and it's from season one. And that one, it's been a while since I've seen it, but that one's definitely much more tone-appropriate and a lot darker. Yeah.
3: well, and, and and I think this one, in my mind anyway, is like a natural comparison to that. And that one I just felt was like such a, mo- a so much more effective episode mm-hmm. um, because of that. You know, because it's it's darker and more serious and it's not treated with a lot of... Um, there's not a lot of joking. There's no it's crazy much more realistic,
2: I mean. too. A much more believable scenario. Yeah. You know? Um, but I, yeah...
3: Yeah, I do. I do like the the trapped in a snowstorm with strangers and somebody's an imposter um, premise, but this it, it you know didn't didn't work as well on this
2: well, one. Well, I I was a little. It but I'd seen this once before, and I'd sort of forgotten the fact that all the bus passengers and the police officers die suddenly towards the end of the story. I mean, you don't see it, but you know it happens, and it's not. A joke or an illusion like the other weird things the aliens are doing and the way it's handled it's like you could almost miss that information if you weren't paying attention but you spent so much time with these characters right. looking at them up close and watching them interact with each other to try and determine well who, who is the alien and how are they going to treat each other and you know there's these married couples how are they looking at each other And and so I feel like you know it's a short episode but you kind of get a little attached to these characters. You get to know Mm -hmm. them, especially, you know, some of them are more endearing than others. But then you find out, oh my gosh, they're all gone. Because they got tricked into going across a, you know, rickety bridge. Mm -hmm. And the way it's, the way it's handled is just odd to me.
4: Well, I kind of liken it to, there's a lot of, like, those movies that have the twist ending where it's like, and, you know turns out the aliens, the people you thought were earthlings are aliens and here they are coming to earth and they're going to take us over. Yeah. And it's like, they're always like nonchalantly making a like just dark joke about how they're going to take over earth. Mm. You know, it's like, Oh, and then we're going to take over this blue planet next. Ha <laughs> ha <You're> right. <laughs> and I think it like, it kind of worked to me in that same way. Like it's like, Oh, just killed eight more of them, and right. now we're going to come kinda... over, and it's like, because they're just, he's just casually talking about how he's going to overthrow the entire world. Yep. I yeah. Know? So, like, killing nine people was nothing to him.
5: Mm-hmm. It's kind of, a yeah, that's how I interpreted it as well. It's kind of a nine love, Lovecraftian kind of a thing of, like, an, a, a, a more advanced race that sort of, mm-hmm. like, sees... Just wash them Expe- both. Exactly. Yeah, it's expendable. Definitely. We're just going to... These people have no idea what's happening to them. We're just going to wipe them out and and uh, take over their space.
2: Which almost, in a way, makes it somehow darker, even though it's presented yeah. in a lighthearted mm-hmm. way, than something that would be just a straight-out, dramatic episode all the way through. Because
4: right. there's no... No remorse whatsoever for killing nine people on a bridge. There's well, a, they're not
2: Venusians or Martians, so who cares?
4: Venusians? Is that what that's a thing. people from yeah. Venus that's a, are? The Venusians?
2: Yeah, I don't know. Okay. If there were people on Venus, they would probably be called Venetians. something, <laughs> there's, there's a,
5: something they're not, else. They're not but... Venetians, like the no. blinds. There's a, there's a great. Uh, movie from the early sixties, uh, Planet of the Vampires. It's a it's mm, a Mario Bava. yeah, oh, yeah that a, That's actually that's the, that's the a one I was movie. thinking of yeah, when I was a,
4: saying we're gonna take over this planet. Yeah,
5: because then at the end, that you know they do that kind of thing where they're they're like, oh, where are we going? We're going to this little blue planet, right. and then they show a satellite picture of New York, and they're like, look how crude they are. They still build their buildings with stone. Right. Yeah.
4: <laughs> so yeah. it's yeah,
5: I think it's that kind of similar kind of tone.
4: Spoilers on that one. Spoilers on that <laughs> movie. It is
5: a really great movie. Though.
4: It is a great movie. And even if you already know the twist ending, the entire movie is just great on its own. Yeah. <laughs> and great set designs. And of course, it's Bava, so it's amazing lighting. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, Bava. I like those
5: costumes. It's yeah. like one of those... The costumes in that movie are kind of retro funky but yeah. they also have this very modern kind of like it's kind of like weird it's
4: italian suits. 60s space movie mm-hmm. you know italian 60s space movies are awesome and they got kind of killed by star wars drink again yeah. um, <laughs> star wars came along and made like industrial space happen mm-hmm. and yeah. then, like it just killed like the glam of Italian, you know, sixties yeah. into seventies space that was out there. All those great, you know, Galaxinas and Star Crash and everything that like. Well, those, I, those were those were post those were
2: rip, like ripoff slash inspired. Right, by Star Wars. they
4: were post Star Wars. Wars, so they were starting to go that direction. But they were like the ones that were clinging on. Yeah. To they the still very had, like, end, like uh, yeah, Barbarella. That kind of
1: style. I love yeah. Barbarella so <laughs>
5: much. Love that movie. Star Crush is fantastic though. I love that movie.
1: It's yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. good.
2: Well, we've we've fully deviated from what we came here to talk <laughs> about, so it's probably time to wrap this up. Um, does anybody have any announcements or anything they want to plug or anything they want to say before we close out?
4: Uh, you should watch um, John Carpenter's the thing. Yeah. And if you can, if if you find out even in like the next two years, it's gonna be playing on a big screen near you. Wait and see it on the big screen. It is. It's
2: incredible to see amazing in a, theater.
4: in a theater. It is so good. Yeah, and if you,
3: you talk about a paranoid, who's who, what's gonna happen? Just you know, isolated in a really bleak setting. It's Sus- fantastic.
4: Suspense is great. The acting is amazing. The cinematography is gorgeous it's
5: one of those rare instances too where the remake is probably better than the original
4: right the the remake being the thing not the remake sequel the thing oh yeah no no yeah not the most recent not the 2011 that,
2: yeah movie. right
4: john carpenters was a remake of the thing, from, thing another from another world, world. and, right. it,
5: and it, it it you know which the original is very good too but but it elevates it a little bit in this right. much in the same way that Cronenberg's fly uh, yeah builds on that original concept sure. and, and really adds some depth to it so 100 i would say if you even if you're not a horror movie fan well if you're not a horror movie fan you probably you may not enjoy the thing but i would say if, if you Uh, even for non-horror movie fans it's just a good movie and i would recommend people check it out for being one of the one of the good really really good movies right well
4: because i mean if you're a huge horror movie fan and uh definitely very guilty of it you will watch some crap horror movies (laughs) and you will appreciate them for what they are you know you'll appreciate like oh look at those effects on that or Oh, did you see how they did that twist there? You know, like that was really cool. The rest of this movie's crap, but that was really cool. Right. But the thing has everything is perfect in it. The acting is perfect. The writing is perfect. The lighting is perfect. The, the sound is perfect. The effects are phenomenal. The jump scares get you every time. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and
5: this is the one, this is, I think, the one John Carpenter movie that he didn't do the score for. Because um, it's uh, Neo Morricone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh yeah. My God. It's really amazing. Although he did when Carpenter toured, I remember they, they did play that anyway played that yeah they played it mm-hmm. they played it. it was like you the
4: one thing that they played but you couldn't not you yeah. could not
5: play it. yeah because it's because it's a good it's a good thing it's mm-hmm. funny
4: because we were talking i believe before recording i don't remember if we were talking about the hateful eight while we were recording but the hateful eight ripped off a bunch of stuff from the thing oh yeah um to the point where they actually used him for the score mm-hmm. and some of the score because andy and i happened to be at a screening where quentin tarantino showed up oh you were at that and, one yeah that tells and up. so like he was talking about it and like um i almost asked because like before he even mentioned the thing like there was shots where like it's blatantly ripped yeah. off of the thing it's like oh my god that's that's basically the thing but it's an old West house and not, you know, a thing. It's like, wait, how come there's a giant spotlight in the background in the old West? (laughs) (laughs) But, um, so, like, he was saying, like, how, you know, his inspiration was a thing, and, you know, like, he got him to do the sound, and he's like, actually, some of the music I used, he wrote for the thing, but they didn't use it. Oh, wow. Um, So some of it is original, recycled (gasps) soundtrack from the thing. That's
2: cool. Yeah. So I guess recommend for the hateful eight too, if you like this type of story.
4: Yeah. If you like a bottleneck, um, stuck in the snow, uh, you don't quite know who's bad, who's good. Mm -hmm. Um, the hateful eight is great. Um, some really great performances in it. Yeah. If, um, you've started to shy away from the gorierness of Uh, Quentin Tarantino's films, like some people have, um, once the intermission hits, stop watching. <laughs> Cause it's it's all suspense and drama until the intermission, and then after the intermission comes back, it's basically kind of like when Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez do you know movies where they're like, I'll direct this happen, I'll direct that happen. It's like mm-hmm. Quentin Tarantino said, I'll direct peaceful and dramatic on this side, and then on the other side, I'll direct everybody gets blown away. <laughs> Blood you know, like, everywhere. It's sort, of like
5: a, it's sort of like Dead Alive. Dead Alive kind of does that. Like, like, Dead Alive is still gross and gory, kind of, like, for the first half, it has a couple little mm-hmm. parts, but then, like, then the last half of and it. And then it's
3: lawnmowers it, and zombies. Quite a
4: crescendo. Exactly, yeah. yeah.
5: It just overflows. Yeah.
2: All right, guys. Well, um, I think we should probably call it a night. I was trying to think <laughs> if
4: there's other
5: good icy...
4: Stuck in the Snow. Stuck in the Snow uh, kind
5: of movies. I, I yeah.
1: know there's got to be...
5: Oh, a, a I of, never watched oh. it, but
4: there's that, the 30 Days of Night or whatever. Yeah. Oh, 30 Days
2: 30 of Night, the, the vampire days, movie, oh, yeah.
5: Uh, That's uh, a fun one. Yeah, I liked that movie. Uh, I'm Wait,
2: uh... Of course, I mean, we're talking about TV mostly, so I don't know how many films you want to recommend. Right. But
5: yeah. Oh, I'm just looking up this one movie with Ron Perlman. Uh... I mean, He's in the snow. It's a... I think it's a Larry... We only talked
4: about two episodes, so it's not like we're running over time. I think it's much.
5: a Larry Fessenden movie, and Larry Fessenden has uh-huh. done some really pretty good low-budget horror movies, and now he gets a lot of uh, acting work. He always kind of plays like... He seems to kind of get cast as like the crazy guy that is the only one that knows what's going on. What is the name of this movie? Because it's... They're in the snow, it's very much like, man, Rob Perlman gets a lot of work. Uh, oh, yeah, he's
4: very he's popular. popular. Mm-hmm. He does a lot of voice work, too, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. He sure so.
5: does, yeah. Sorry, not Turok.
4: Well, as all, we're on our way out. Hmm? Allison, you haven't been on any uh, podcasts other than here since the last one, have you?
2: Since the last episode? Yeah. No. Okay. No, that was yeah we talked about that last time
1: yeah um
2: but yeah uh i will announce when i know for sure but i'll probably be back on retro movie geek sometime in the early new year Hmm. but um yeah if uh
5: the movie did you find it chris i did it's called the last winter and it's from 2006 and The summary, in the Arctic region of northern Alaska, an oil company's advanced team struggles to establish a drilling base that will forever alter the pristine land. After one team member is found dead, a disorientation slowly claims the sanity of the others as each of them succumbs to a mysterious fear. And it's sort of a, you know, the... Modern world. It's a, it has an environmentalist message. It's the modern world intruding on hmm. on right. Nature and nature's sort of like the deep spirituality of nature reacting to it It's a little back. bit like yeah. Uh, yeah, The Fessenden did uh, an early movie the Wendigo that has oh, a okay. similar kind of theme to it fair also very good movie, but um, the last winter were on Pearlman is so good and it's got that icy there's, I think, a scene where somebody freaks out and just strips down naked and runs out in the snow and like for no do. other reason. Like you, know? you do. <laughs> like you do, yeah. And, uh, and very good if you like icy horror movies. <laughs> so check that one out. I may go home and watch that, actually. It's super good.
2: All right, guys. <laughs> well, um, uh, for our listeners, if you uh, want to look at any relevant links or show notes for any of our episodes, you can go to the Davenport That's where our home site is now. Um, and we also have a Twitter account at haunted Davenport. So you can reach out and comment or just see photos and a little bit of background info on our episodes. Um, if you're you know interested in, in any of that stuff, um, we will be coming back in January with a Doctor Who episode. Woo! Yeah, we're I think specifically some Tom Baker nineteen seventies Doctor Who. My classic so, Who. Yeah, yeah, I think that'll be a good time.
4: Throwback to very first and, episode. One of the things that terrified young, young, young Allison on TV. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. We'll we'll talk about that. <laughs> oh later. Yeah, yeah, the floating um, head. <laughs> yeah, the head. Floating dismembered head of Tom Baker and that theme music. Mm. We'll have lots to talk about next time. But yeah, thanks for listening and hopefully you join us in January for that episode. And sometime between now and then, we will get out our first bonus Dark Shadows episode. Drew and I will, I promise. It's just the holidays... Ate our brains and bodies <laughs> no. slightly as they do every year. That's, that's a horrible movie. If we the sound a little, our if we, yeah, <laughs> if we sound a little word out, or I do, it's just because it's been a long season of, of stuff. Mm. I don't know how some of our podcasting friends who've been doing this for years who put out just oodles and oodles of content during this time of year, I don't know how they do it mm. um, because I would die.
4: Mad. So. <laughs> Lots, but, of, lots of spiked eggnog. Well, we I are guess. we are past the darkest day, though. The spiked days with are...
2: Nodos. <laughs> <There you> <laughs> the,
3: the days are now getting longer, and it's only a matter of time before we're back in the sunny season. So. Yeah,
2: so we wish you a very happy new year and we look forward to bringing you many fun episodes of retro horror and sci-fi television in 2019 thanks for listening guys see you next
3: year
0: oh the weather outside is frightful but the fire is so delightful since we've no place to go let it snow let it snow let it snow it doesn't show signs of stopping and i brought some corn for popping the lights are turned down low let it snow let it snow let it snow when we finally kiss good night
1: Says, let, it snore, let it snow, let it snow, let it small, let it snow. Ooh, wee, goes a star? Why should he worry when he's nice and warm? His gal by his side and the lights turn low, he just says, Let
0: it snow, let it small, yeah. Know.